0: The holidays are coming up. Would you rather go to a Christian Christmas party? B. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're all in that room with Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia in a bikini. The end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Time out with Patty C. Where we talk about things that go through our head when we're stuck in timeout. out. Little Matt Bolton coming in. summer i mean winter solstice is coming up and uh, he goes shake down into solstice on this song three years ago right before covid hit There's a shout out to maddie b here we go we're going to turn that down a little round robin round the table would you rather stupid questions real stupid questions <laughs> gravy well let's do this before we do that let's go around the table let's let's start with face face say hello to the crowd
1: happy holidays
0: Papa Gigs.
2: Hey, season's greetings. Happy holidays. Interplanetary vibes, everybody.
0: <laughs> Big Mike. Hi, everyone. Good to see you. TD. <laughs> greetings from everyone's favorite planet. Yes. A <laughs> couple, uh, couple members are not here today. R has a holiday party. DJ has sent his regards. And uh, YOLO is up in Connecticut way. So there we go. Stupid questions. Would you rather around the table? We'll go to face first. Face the holidays are coming up. Would you rather go to a Christian Christmas party? B <laughs> <laughs> or, or a Jewish Christian party. <laughs> B. B. Excellent. Like it. Papa Giggs next to you. Would you rather this is gonna kind of be a tough one. This is this because I I just saw a Spotify just whether they just... It was on release radar today. It was a new uh, Tom Petty album from the Fillmore. Fillmore, Fillmore. Would you rather go see Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers for free or go see the Bay City Rollers for free?
2: Ooh, Bay City Rollers. They, they have some great 70s, beautiful sure, power poppy sugar bubblegum pop yeah. gems. But... I'm going to see TP. Yeah, I like That's it. an easy one, TP. Very good.
1: I feel like my question wasn't random. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Targeting are him. you being profiled? <laughs> he knows I just, like Tom Petty. Just saying.
0: Big Mike, it's coming up to you. This is nothing about gravy. I'm just going to tell you that. No <laughs> gravy. No gravy. No gravy at all. So the holidays are coming up. Would you go to a Christmas party where there was, and we had this at Faces uh, over the weekend, Face had this, it was... Um, some fancy drink that tasted like uh, peppermint. Or would you drink this that we just have in our cup, which is a fireball eggnog. Peppermint uh, or fireball eggnog?
3: I took a lot. I talked a lot of trash on the fireball eggnog drink. But as, <laughs> as I'm drinking, it's halfway done now. <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying it. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, the, the fireball eggnog drink.
0: Excellent. Cheers. Excellent. Excellent. I like it. TD, it's Christmas time. Would you rather spend Christmas on the Star Trek Enterprise or on the Millennium Falcon with the uh, Star Wars people? Um, I think I'm
4: going to go Star Trek Enterprise. Um it's it's cheesier,
0: campier and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. There we go. Round Robin. First question, we go right into it. Name your favorite planet and why. So we're going to do a little Christmas, but we're talking about planets. I'll go first. My favorite planet, even though I hate it, is is the Jupiter with the big spot. Because it's like, look at me. I'm freaking cool. I got a spot <laughs> and I, I got hurricanes and tornadoes. But you just can't say no to that planet because... It's just huge. TD, what do you got? I'm going to go Saturn.
4: Uh, I love those rings. It's got a little bit of personality. Personality goes a long way. Mm -hmm. I think Jules Winfield said that. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I like Saturn.
0: I like it. Big Mike?
3: Well, my first thought was to say Earth. Uh, It's my favorite planet because we live on it. But... um, after a second thought, I thought, uh, well, Saturn is kind of the iconic planet for me. Growing up, you had the rings, you know. Um, but uh, because T V said that, I'm going to go with Venus. Um, oh. Venus is kind of a quiet badass when it comes to planets. Um, it's got like, it like rains acid, um, and it's got thousands of volcanoes. It, uh, the, you know, it's like swelteringly hot. It gets up like 900 degrees Whoa. Fahrenheit. So uh, I'm just
0: going to go Venus. Good acid. Or like the brown badass. You know, no, like
3: the kind of like melt your skin off. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I guess badass. Although you're I be... guess technically they both kind of do that, but <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> this is much quicker. One's more <laughs> literal, more deadly. Yeah, it's yeah. More literal, yeah. I was say
2: you're gonna be hanging with a lot of deadheads up there, yeah. but
3: yeah. Papa
2: gigs, what do you got? I'm going with Mercury. As a kid, I always like just fast <clears throat> stuff. You know, I liked running as a kid. So I just like the Mercury, like just the idea of it's a fast, it's a fast rotation. What, like 88 days, they say, it orbits the sun. Yeah. But then I, I just read this just tonight. I think it's cool. 88 days it takes to orbit the sun, but to make one rotation on its axis, 59 Earth days. So I think it's cool. That's the fast, but that slow rotation. Um, I like just the name after the, you know, the, the Roman God, the messenger with the, the wings on its, uh what, helmet? I'm going to... Yeah. For the TD on that, the wings on the helmet or shoes or something like that. Yeah, the the god Mercury. So yeah, I like Mercury
1: and that quick rotation, just the fast idea. Great face. Uh, I was inclined to say Earth as well, like Mike, but uh, I am actually going to start a campaign right now for that little bastard Pluto to come back as a planet. So, uh, I, I, that's a strong start. (laughs) Well, I I just started now, so it it hasn't gotten any traction yet. Do you have have an
0: Instagram page yet for that?
1: Uh, I'm working on it.
0: Planet issues. Name a planet you have a major issue with and why. We're going back to you face. There's only eight, right?
1: Yes. And. In my brief research, I'm going to say Jupiter, but I think it applies. I don't think it's just Jupiter, but there's a few of them that are, I guess, are considered gas planets. They're not even actually planets. I mean, you can't take a spaceship and land on Jupiter. So So that's your yeah. It's kind of annoying. Like you can't say I'm going to Jupiter because there's nowhere. There's nowhere to actually land.
0: Papa Gigs, what do you got?
1: So my issue is, it's the whole Pluto thing. It's not with Pluto itself, but the whole, you know taking it
2: away. You know, this Mike Brown guy, this whatever he is, physicist, scientist who, you know, he actually wrote a book, I guess, how I killed Pluto and why it had it coming. Like, he's, wow. he took Pluto away from all those kids, you know, that they had Pluto as a planet. And I realized there's scientific reasons for it. Yeah. But, uh, so I kind of have an issue with the whole, just Pluto planet, not a planet, you know, or just, that's, uh, he's the
1: first guy I'm going to go see after this. Yeah. You're going to talk to
2: Mike <laughs> yeah. Brown. He's a California guy, <laughs> a California scientist professor. Yeah. So I, that's
0: my issue. All right. One for Jupiter, one for Pluto. Big Mike.
3: I have a problem with the gas giants, the Jupiters, the Saturns, the Uranuses, <laughs> <laughs> because in my brain, you know, uh, as a child, I thought, uh, you know, a planet means you could travel to it. You could step on it. You could land on it. But It's sure. just gas. It just feels like it's it's false advertising. It's false it's advertising. Bullshit. It's exactly well put. Yeah. I just feel like you kind of float right through. I don't know. Uh, Uh, It feels like false advertising to me. Okay,
0: I agree. I like that. TD, I was going to say all that, so now I won't.
4: Oh, that's that's how this works. Uh, So I'm gonna go um, with. uh, I'm gonna go with Venus. Just uh, you know, now suddenly out of the blue, I don't like Venus. (laughs) I have very strong feelings about this. I heard that it rains acid and it has thousands of volcanoes. And it's it's just a really shitty place. So, yeah, yeah. So I have a problem with Venus now. <laughs>
3: it's unwelcoming.
4: Okay.
0: Well, we got two Jupiter, we got a Pluto, and we got a Venus. Comes down to me. I I have a problem with Mars. We send so many satellites around it. It's like, oh, look at this. It, it's part of like a temple because people lived on it. They, they didn't live on the freaking planet. So I, I'm picking Mars, but since two votes got to Jupiter, that's the planet that um, everyone's going to hate. <laughs> rename a planet. Next question. What planet would you rename and why? TD, we're going back your way. So um, we've had a lot of pregame
4: jokes about Uranus because we don't like to talk about Uranus. Uh, so I would I would rename that one. Simply because it's a branding problem. Um, there's there's really nothing wrong with the planet itself. It's a very nice place. It doesn't have acid rain and volcanoes, <laughs> but um, but it has a you know it has a a, na- a problem with the name. So I'm going to name it Zenquus, and t- I just
0: at
4: Z-E-N-Q-U-U-S. number eight. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> because anything with a Z and a Q is a pretty funky, far-out place, Whoa. and people will want to go there. So the, the Zenquist tourist
0: board is fully on board with this plan of mine. Excellent. So, yeah. A side question. Does Xanadu have a Z and a Q or no? no. X. no. Just an X. X. But it does have Olivia Newton-John. Yes. Big Mike, what's the planet you're going to rename and why?
3: I'm going to rename Mars. Oh, I like uh, that. Mars is, I think, I think he's the Roman god of war, um, which is cool. Uh, we enjoy, you know, uh, all the history there. But Mars has a mountain there uh, that is three times the size of Everest. Um, and it's called Olympus Mons, um, which sounds awesome to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like a... I don't know. It sounds something large and epic. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rename Mars to Olympic Mons.
0: I like it. Yeah. And it's, really, it's like bigger than Mount Everest, right? Three times. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Papa Giggs?
2: I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Uranus Uranus, um, but I just wanna, I'll focus on my new name. So I was just doodling around. I thought I'm going to start to spelling it backwards. And, you know, the first couple letters, it would be sun. And then it made me think of Sun Ra, which who was a great, uh, funky jazz jazz musician. He's passed. But we saw his Sun Ra orchestra. We saw him open up uh, a couple months ago, maybe a year ago, I don't know, in Philly for Kurt Vile. He opened up. And Sun Ra was this really funky, cosmic Philly. He lived in Philly for a while, jazz, uh, jazz band leader. And I guess the Ra is the Egyptian god of the sun. Yes. So we're kind of channeling that. Sun Ra was a great composer. He was just, and he was a real cosmic dude. So we needed a cosmic name. We could name it after a great jazz performer. So Uranus becomes Sun Ra face. What do you got?
1: Well, I'm really torn now because it, I was going to talk about Uranus and renaming it. But now I have two camps. I have Papa gigs and I have TD's camp. I'm going to have to get behind one of those. So Papa Gig had an awesome story, logic, reason, cool, cool idea. TD had a name with an X and a Q in it. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get behind TD. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that.
0: Very nice. Very nice. I'm going to rename the sun, even though it's tech. Is it a planet? No, it's no, a star. It's no. a sun. Okay, well, fuck. Yeah, that was you guys. <laughs> You're, Patty C-, You're I, Patty C. I'm Patty C. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to name it. Patty C. Because (laughs) everyone should revolve around Patty C. Done. That's number three. We're sounding a little (laughs) cultish.
1: Obviously Sue's not home yet.
0: (laughs) Question four. Visit a planet. If you could visit a planet and live there in a spaceship and or a suit, what would it be? Like not forever, like maybe a weekend.
1: Face, what's the planet? Uh, I, I think I'd have to... I mean, I'd have to go with Mars, I guess, because we talked... I mean, the gas planets, that, that's literally almost half of them, so... And if Matt Damon could do it, I can hang for a weekend anywhere. Do they have pickleball uh, courts there? They probably have a lot of space for them.
0: Hey, side science <laughs> question. <laughs> um, can we hop... What's the gravitational pull on Mars? Is it worse than Earth? Does anybody know? I don't know. Like, I was wondering, like, would your pickleball game be better on Mars than it is here? Oh,
1: because you can jump, like, 15 feet in the air slowly.
0: Uh,
2: Papa Giggs, what do you got? I'm going back to that fascination with Mercury. You figure it's not that bad of a, you know, plane ride, spaceship ride, whatever, Elon Musk, however we're going to get there. You know, But uh, so it's pretty close. Maybe I'll stay there for at least maybe half a year, forty-four days, half a Mercury year, and uh, you know experience some of the different seasons and just be nice to the sun. I'll definitely be warm. I won't need to pack a whole lot, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I'm gonna Mercury. Nice, I like it. Big Mike,
3: I'm gonna go straight, child here, and live on the Ring of Saturn, which I think is just floating debris, but we're we're suspending disbelief here, so. <laughs> And it would be cool to just kind of float around, live on that ring, see things from that uh, vantage point, and uh, and have a good time there.
4: I like it. T.D.? Yeah. Uh, I would just like to say that the gravitational pull on Mars is 38% of the gravitational pull on Earth. So you could jump a lot higher with less effort.
1: I still couldn't dunk. <laughs> so and
4: uh, and I was thinking I wanted to go to Neptune, but no. I'm, I want to go to Mars. It's a shorter trip. If I'm only going for a weekend, I can get there, get back. Um, probably not. But
0: I I think I'll go to Mars. You know, planets and relationships. Let's talk about it. Basically, planets. <laughs> that was an amazing segue. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, planets inside the asteroid belt are our closest friends. Planets inside outside the asteroid belt are distance friends or like even enemies name someone famous you'd like to be an in you like to be an inner planet and then someone who you'd rather have as a way out outer planet i'll go first my inner planet jack black just want him close don't know him but he'd be like (laughs) cool to hang out with and even though it might be fun to hang out with this person for an evening, I really want Dennis Rodman to be way out. Of there <laughs> I think he would be uh, a problem. T D, who do you got?
4: Uh in my inner orbit, I want Ryan Reynolds. So I just watched the Wrexham AFC um Documentary about Ryan Reynolds and uh, and uh, McElhenney mm-hmm. buying the football team in Wales. Yep, soccer for you Americans. And uh, I've I've always kind of thought Ryan Reynolds was funny and snarky, but in that documentary, I realized he's. I think he's a really honest, good guy who genuinely cares about people, and he's funny as hell. So. That's a good combination. I'll take that. Uh and then for stay the hell away from me in my outer orbit, I'm going to go Mark Wahlberg cuz everything I've ever read about him is he's just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to ask him to stay far far away. I was going to say Mariah Carey, but hey uh, but I didn't want to step on any toes. So Mark Wahlberg, stay out.
1: His burgers suck too.
3: Big Mike? Uh if we're floating through space and we need someone famous um I went with Bear Grylls. Uh, seems like maybe he could, he could piece together some survival things, which might come in handy. Uh, I'm not really a huge fan of his. Uh, it's more from the utility standpoint uh, that he could keep me alive. Uh, and that's why I'd bring him along. Um, but he seems likable enough, right? Good sure. enough guy. Uh, on the Outer Planets, I'm bringing anyone that has anything to do with the family uh, of the Kardashians. <laughs> um, I just want them. And that includes Kanye. Um, oh, God. You know, just want them sucked through a black hole, disappear forever, and, uh, mm-hmm. and be gone with it. Be done with it.
0: Yeah. I like, very good. I like <laughs> that. I very like that a bunch. Papagex.
2: On my inner planet, I'm going to be hanging out with Flea from the Chili Peppers. I just, he's just like a cosmic cat, and I just think he'd be a good guy to experience things. He'd probably just have some neat perspective, and uh, he just seems like a, a nice, neat guy. And the guy I want to get farthest away, I'm not even going to say his name, somehow he's elected as a, our president in the past uh, he's I, running I again you. he grew up in new york <laughs> so that guy i want to get him the hell far away and I hope that planet like drifts into another universe and like somehow he has never seen or heard
1: from
0: again Good, good i think he's Sorry. talking about mark Wahlberg. <laughs>
1: wait was he president
0: face what do you have
1: uh, let's see all right so i'm going to approach this a little differently so i'm going to send my two people out into orbit together and hopefully the one I want would like in my inner orbit will come back and the other one will go the other way. Mm -hmm. So one of those people is at this table and that would be big Mike. And I would put him in a ship (laughs) with Herschel Walker.
3: Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Sheriff Walker. Oh no.
1: Where they could debate and talk and philosophize. And I, hopefully if things go the way I hope they would go, my, uh, My inner orbit would be filled with my buddy
3: for I'd be stuck in a spaceship with all seven Herschel Walker, seven different components to his personality. All right. Now we are ready
0: for naming your favorite space movie. (laughs)
1: Peepaboo. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't hear anything. Do you guys? <laughs> so, there are tons of great space movies out there, and I remember seeing 2001: Space Odyssey. And not that I like the uh, soundtrack so much, but later on, like there were bands that did some great remixes on that, and this is one of them. I can't even pronounce the name, guy's name who does a remix on this thing. It's not the original, but but this baseline right now is like, and it's just a it's just a black obelisk, but it had so much power. So so that's my movie, um, and it was an early one. It was when I was young, so. Uh, The trumpet line, then. You can't beat that with a stick. Alright. I didn't like that, yeah. Alright. We're going around the corner now. I gotta turn that down and get the next song up because Face is up next. <laughs> Talk to us about it.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I did have two movies. I had my favorite bad movie and then my favorite good movie. So this is obviously the favorite good movie. Yeah, this came out when I don't know, probably like I was like seven or eight years old, and this this was awesome, and the whole the whole you know the whole tie-in to music and us being able to relate to another race you know through music and sound was really I thought it was really cool. Yeah, this yeah this was far out when I was a kid. Awesome, and I and I don't know if we have time for my favorite bad space movie. Yeah, yeah, why not? Starship Troopers, <laughs> <her next hour. laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was that was a bad movie. I yeah. didn't, I didn't I, was, didn't, I didn't get a chance to. I, I don't out. think
1: there was any real soundtrack from that movie. <laughs>
0: no, no. All right, Papa Gigs, we got you coming in right now. Oh. oh yeah. TD, talk about campy.
1: This was campy.
0: That's good stuff. Yeah, it was good stuff. You know, it's funny when I was doing some research. In season three, they redid the soundtrack. Huh? <laughs> what is it?
2: My young me was not aware. This is Lost in Space. Oh! oh My yeah. brothers and I, man, we watched a lot of Lost in Space when we were little kids. The characters were great. Warning! Warning! The robot. <laughs> and Dr. Smith was oh man Dr. Smith was so strange yeah. he was he was awesome he his was, character was, was really wacko, strange
0: yeah. Yeah. and he always <coughs> was getting people in trouble and, and like, yeah, and like oh, yeah he was yeah. he
1: was a piece of work was the yeah. kid's name Will Robinson Will Robinson yeah. warning yeah. warning warning Will Robinson. warning Will
2: Robinson. Warning, yeah. warning yeah no it was, it was great sorry I had to do the hand moves like no, the you, robot too. you gotta do
1: it you can't say it without I wish everybody could see it yeah. <laughs> it's great for radio yeah now Big Mike
3: I
0: don't have a soundtrack ready for you but what do you got
3: um, I, I'm, I'm not a huge sci-fi guy or a space guy, so um, I like a lot of newer movies. Um, and so, The Martian was one of my favorites. Oh, I mean, sure. I don't want to knock anyone else's out here, but I think that I'm guessing that you guys. I'm not taking any of your choices. Um, I really enjoyed The Martian. I really enjoyed that that Sandra Bullock movie, like uh, Gravity. Gravity. I mean, yeah, was that, that was a good. That was a good although, movie. Although you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson has kind of ripped it apart for its you know credibility. It still was really entertaining to me but my my real favorite um, uh, was uh, more recently In- interstellar um, oh, I love that one yeah, that it was great uh, it's got uh, like a really good story it's pretty it's pretty interesting it's compelling it's gripping um, but then also throughout it it has this amazing soundtrack um, where oftentimes I find the soundtracks I like most are like the most simple um, so it's not just a sort of like uh, loud complex um, Piece of music, it's just like this simple, sort of droning music that goes on and on, um, and this has that, um, and it's haunting, um, and it's awesome. So I really, I really enjoyed it.
0: Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And uh, TD, <clears throat> oh, right now I know what it is.
4: Battlestar Battle Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, That's a good um, one. I had a very, very short but intense sci-fi fascination. Um, starting with Star Wars, the original movie. And Battlestar Galactica came to TV, I think, a year, a year and a half after Star Wars. Definitely capitalizing on that popularity. Um, and while it's tough to watch now, as a kid, it was it was just tons of Great fun, and they ripped off basically all the Star Wars characters. Oh, right, yeah, exactly. But but it was it was just it was enjoyable. Uh, I now joke with my sons who like fantasy and sci fi that I can't really invest the time into anything where I have to learn an entire vocabulary <laughs> to understand the storyline. And Battlestar Galactica just kept it simple. You know, sure. it had some some goofy sci fi vocabulary, but for the most part, it was just about people trying to reestablish life after these colonies were destroyed so i don't know it has gonna, a soft spot as in I'm my childhood
0: go, i'm gonna go back to the letter z or q or something <laughs> because i think the bad guys in that show began with a z mm. Zolon
1: i think it was zolon
4: zolons yeah but i don't remember yeah I'm being think... totally honest so yeah they were I just like sentimental they were
1: like a Darker Colored Stormtrooper ripoff, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Everything in the show yeah. was
4: a ripoff. Twiki was, was, you know, like... Or 2 an or and, C-3PO yeah, or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Right, he was an android. I
1: always thought the the lead, the lead... Wasn't there, like, two lead characters? I thought they were, like, uh, the space version of... of uh, Starsky the, and Hutch. Uh, or the two guys from Chips. Yes, absolutely. Ponch and John in space. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and I don't... Do we know their names of, in space? It was, uh, it was like... It was a weird name, I think.
1: Oh, oh, you know what? There was a female character in there that that could give Marion and Ginger a run for money.
0: Right. TD, we are now on question seven, which is a music, a song from a band. Uh, Something to do with a planet, I believe. Tell us about this, because it feels like I just got transported to a planet
4: yeah so this i love this song this is about a guy who's being launched into space and doesn't really want to be there he's a reluctant astronaut and he's doing it basically you get from the song just he's doing it just to impress a girl and now he's really really regretting it and i can so relate to that (laughs) so um i just love the song it's got like a synth pop kind of reggae rhythm to it oh I just I love the song I still listen to it all the time
0: yeah I like it
4: my favorite line in there is uh, and my kids always laughed at this was um, the last man to go here was never heard from again he won't be back this way until 2010 <laughs> they, they liked listening to that in like 2014 so that was enjoyable I think it was 1982
0: I I think I asked you once that I wanted to play this song. I was like, you need to teach me this song.
3: Yeah, this is um, this is a great song. Uh, the police, man, the '80s. It doesn't. I'm not a huge fan of '80s music. Um, this has more of like a reggae vibe to it. Um, so I was having a hard time between this and Space Odyssey. Sure. Uh, but Space Odyssey is such a dark song uh, for me. Uh, this was just like this was kind of fun had like that reggae sort of you know that little jangle there yeah Uh, and uh I love it it's just uh it's a great song in a in a in a a playbook of great songs that they already wrote so I I like this one
0: awesome yeah Yeah, I'm I'm glad you picked that I love that song and uh Papa Gigs, we have a band from Bethlehem I believe oh so
2: we're doing we're doing the other song okay
0: I was doing my homework for the other one
2: uh so we're doing the Original Sins. Yeah. I spent a lot of time at the Funhouse in Bethlehem watching the Original Sins. They put out a ton of records. I don't know if I ever talked about them on here, I don't think. This is actually late period Original Sins. It's actually from an album called Bethlehem. Um, this is a reworked version. They used to play this live. They did a fast version. But... uh And JT sing about it. But I think it's just about him being in a supermarket, just feeling just so disconnected from everybody else. So this was his shopping trip to Mercury. Like he didn't feel like anybody else, you know, in the store and just very disconnected from all the people. And uh, yeah, you know, just talk about mundane things, you know, but, you know, being disconnected from the mundane experience, talk about the frozen corn and everything. Why was I born? Um, It's it's a really neat song. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they used to do a fast version, but then record it from record. They did a slow one, but uh, Original Sins were a fantastic band from Bethlehem that put out a ton of records, and uh, their singer, JT, wrote so many good songs. One of them was Shopping Trip to Mercury. Awesome.
0: Now, you did pick another one, so I'm going to pull that up, oh. too. The... Oh, All right. You, you picked Bowie, I believe. Bowie was my overall guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. overall oh, guy. My yeah, yeah, the overall my guy. Early Bowie, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, and there was so much to choose yeah, from. from yeah. This yeah. was the Ziggy Stardust Yeah, outlook. he's just
2: synonymous with... Outer space, especially at the time he was putting these songs out, you know, right after our. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy classic Bowie.
0: Now we move over to Face. I don't remember what he picked.
3: <laughs> oh, now I did. Oh, this was a good one. I, thought I considered it. Yeah. It
1: actually wasn't my first pick, but I kept going back to it. Yep. Yeah, I figured it couldn't go wrong. I was actually going to pick, because I was doing some research. Uh,. It's actually a good song, a song called The Spaceman by The Killers.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I know that song, yeah.
1: I wasn't, the song wasn't, I listened to it a few times. I was like, it's a cool, it's a cool story. It's like, it's basically about a guy gets abducted by aliens and probed and stuff. But then he comes back and like, somebody's trying to tell him it's just a dream. But, you know, Black Hole Sun definitely kicks ass over that.
0: Yeah, Great song. I love that song. Uh, So here's mine. Um... I'm sticking with the planet, that, that on planet This is Richie Haven doing a version of There Comes the Sun. And I
1: know it's not a planet, but... It's it's a real crazy, fast crazy crazy. version. Great yeah. version, yeah. The Patty C, formerly known as The Sun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this version. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's a nice version.
0: Now, uh, uh, DJ is not here... Um, But he um this is a this is a quick version of dark star i always like the early versions of dark star and too bad dj's not here to talk about it we've we've been at some shows when this intro would last seven and a half minutes before they started singing so it wasn't the best dark Star. but um (laughs) It was a blast. And, and I don't know if you remember in the text message he sent us. I think there's 11 hours. I believe he referred to it as God's work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now we're on uh, question eight. Name a song or a band that is so far out in outer space, it's incredible. Or just like really stupid. And I'm just trying to cue some stuff up. And I see TDs ready.
4: So this is Peter Schilling, and maybe it's so weird because it was originally in German and and then he translated it into English, and you know, that never really goes well, but um, the the song itself doesn't sound all that bad. It's kind of weird. It's like, it's I guess he's Major Tom coming home. He's an alien who's going back out into outer space and flying the spaceship away and not... He's ignoring mission control. But the video is absolutely bizarre. It's the ship is a pile of junk cars and there are all these hobos standing around fires. And then of course ladies and ripped clothing. <laughs> it and it has nothing to do with space. And I'm like, this is truly stupid. But the song itself is kind of catchy, especially the four, three, two, one. That's a great that's a great segment. So but um yeah, totally weird song.
0: I like it cuz it's like he's just talking or microphone he's really not singing <laughs> no
4: need to abort
0: <laughs> all right next up we're going to go around cuz i'm just trying to get people uh, off the list here and then face you chose space odyssey which i think everyone chimed in on that in the in the text yeah.
1: Oh really? I mean, I would, David. I mean, I think Alien in this David Bowie just always comes to mind. I mean, he looked like he was from another planet.
0: Yeah, gigs you had that too. That was some far out crazy stuff, right? Yeah,
2: especially like yeah that little phase. And I love though that it was a phase, and then he killed it. Like he 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 said, "I'm no longer Ziggy Stardust," and he moved to another chapter. You know, the Thin White Duke maybe came next, or I forget which one came next. But yeah, I like that he totally played it up, and then it was gone. And that, yeah, yeah, it made that, it better.
0: And like he didn't, and that's the coolest part about that English. He was like, he was still a gentleman. He was like, I don't need to talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Big Mike, what do you got?
3: So when I was um, a freshman in college, I was at Penn State, but my uh, my good friend went to Muhlenberg, <clears throat> and, he, and Muhlenberg was able to kind of bring in like these sort of big acts from now and, uh, now and again. And... Um, He was like, hey, do you want to come home this weekend and uh, come see this this guy, George Clinton, in Parliament Funkadelic? And I was like, cool, I'll do that. Uh, And so we spent some time in his dorm room, kind of warming up for the show, you know? (laughs) And we kind of rolled down to Muhlenberg's auditorium, their gym, and I'm sitting on the bleacher, kind of just getting my legs about me, and out Came like fifteen people. One of them in diapers. Bootsy Collins wearing the diapers. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and George Clinton eventually made his way out um, and was just kind of he was substantially altered, we'll say. Sure, Um, and he just went into this sort of poem. um, And I remember, I remember, he kept saying like rhythm and rhyme, rhythm and rhyme. And I remember just sitting in the bleacher thinking, where, where am I? Like what? (laughs) what the hell is happening? It's music, because there was a groove, but it was, um, it was like, it was planetary. It was funkadelic. It was like, it was amazing. Um, and we just sat there, like mesmerized and transfixed on this band. There was no dancing. I was just like, you know, <laughs> it's just kind of just staring, you know, um at this mm-hmm. band for like two hours it was amazing mm-hmm. so uh, when i think of out of this world out of this, uh, interstellar i think of george clinton and, and, nice and funkadelic nice yeah. pick
0: that's awesome so i'm a big yes fan Ooh. Uh, and i remember listening to close to the edge for the first time or a couple t- maybe i heard it on the radio then i bought the album and we're in in a minute already on this song and this is all you hear which is just the stream and, and, and I'm like oh. and then the band and I'm like this is far out stuff and they were and they were Yeah, listen all those bands progressive rock you know that's what, it, that's what they were trying to do you know uh, uh, so you got Rush in the later years and you got um, there's so many bands I can't even name right now but it was just crazy that they can like, hey, we're going to write an 18-minute song. Like, and no one in the band was like, hey, uh, we've been playing for like eight minutes. Can we just like end it <laughs> and, start, <laughs> and start another song? But there you have it. So uh, I like it. We talk about planets and we go to music. And then now the last question, time machine question. We transport to the Star Trek Enterprise because you, you guys didn't realize We've taken a couple of weeks off in between episodes and the time machine is now a spaceship. <laughs> like it can either stay there or like fly through the air like so fast. Uh face, what do you got?
1: You know, I almost I almost picked that episode. That was a really You're good kidding one. Me. No, no, that really? was that was a good one. Um but yeah, no, I did a little so I'm I'm going with Star Trek too. Um I was gonna pick that one. Then I saw I found a thing that has all names for all the episodes so this is first season episode four the episode was called the naked time oh. and I, I i didn't bring my notes but i i what i remember was so yeah so basically they they beam, you know they beam down to a planet and everyone's dead on the planet and they don't know what killed them but apparently whatever killed those people they bring back with them is some kind of virus or something and it basically just like makes you lose your mind and just go back to like your primal instincts and i think like sulu is dancing around with his shirt off like yeah they're all i remember yeah they're all basically like they just been hitting a bong for like four or five days straight and that's (laughs) the whole episode's about that while who's the doctor mccoy mccoy he's trying to figure out how to get like eventually it kills you eventually naked time becomes dead time but in the meantime, they're having the best time. So, I, I thought of all the episodes that uh, that would uh, that would have been a pretty cool time. I,
0: I think McCoy was the last one that didn't get it. Right? He was trying. To I, I
1: don't think he beamed down or something. Or oh, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he was working on antidote the whole show while everyone else is having a great time. You know, so wasn't that deal.
0: when Spock was like? He, he had yeah, showed he, emotion.
1: Yeah, even Spock. Yeah, Spock loosened up a little bit. You know, really? he, he took a couple hits. You know, he danced a little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Papa, gigs, What he got?
2: I, my IQ is super low when it comes to Star Wars and, uh... Uh, star Trek. So I'm going to just take a little poetic license here, and I'm going to bring a favorite rock star with me like we've done in time travel. And I'm going to go with Jim James from My Morning Jacket because he's a cosmic dude, and he seems like he'd be a good double date with uh, Chewbacca. So, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> the long hair. So me and Jim James. So Chewbacca and Jim James are going to double up. they be buddies. And i am gonna channel my nerdy civics teacher, and I'm going to be hanging out with C-3PO, and we're just going to, you know, we're just going to hang out. We're going to cruise around, whatever they do on all these episodes, and yeah, it's going to be me, Jim James, I like Chewbacca. It. C3PO and whatever happens, happens. We're going to make our own episode because I don't know what happens on all of the episodes. Right.
1: I, I think at some point we need to circle back on this out of. I know Giggs doesn't have like a. Big understand, but of all the characters in space and shows and everything that he could be double date with, he picked see through a, a robot, I'm, 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 uh, no, I'm a, a man-ish robot. Well, it's, when I say double date, we're hanging out. We're hanging out. You, <laughs> you, know? said, you said double date. It's like I totally, did say double it's date. Totally but platonic. But <laughs> yeah, it is. It's platonic.
2: I I have
0: my main date,
3: I just, so it, I have my special. Date. I,
1: I,
2: <laughs> I know what you're saying though.
0: But yeah, um, Big Mike, what do you got? Just giving you uh, hard time.
3: If I could go back to any part of Star Wars or Star Trek I I, I know very little about Star Trek um, so I'm going to go to Star Wars and specifically I'm going to go to Endor um, in Star Wars which is the the jungly type, no the the, the foresty type place where the, the, where the Ewoks live <laughs> 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 and it was kind of like it seemed like a little bit of a party um, I mean there were bad guys there but um, mostly it was tree houses and like Cuddly things um, and like parties around fires, um, but then when the bad guys did come, they had like those speeder bikes, um, which were, were like very important part of a video game world for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so like those those fulfilled the sort of like a mechanical coolness uh, need for me, but also like uh, it just seemed like a warm, uh, inviting place as compared to you know Tatooine or any of the other weird places that were part of Star Wars. <laughs> Hold What? was the Ewok's name? ha um,
1: Wait, that could be from grandma's that's the wait, ha 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 from no, I'm
0: I'm I'm ha <laughs> I'll, I'll ha just said Funk is having i dollars gonna ha <laughs>
1: Walking names. What does that yeah, sound? that was what does the that sound mean? I'm
3: thinking of. It means Mimi me Funk. Wicket. That was oh, the, so that w- was the, 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 the Wicket. Name Wicket. <laughs> Wicket. That's awesome. TD, what
0: do you got?
4: So, um, I'm not a huge Star Trek uh, junkie. I appreciate the show. So, for this question, I Googled. Star Trek episode with all the hot Chicks and it came back all of them. So <laughs> which was not helpful. Uh, so um, I do remember an episode and I looked it up. It was uh, season one, episode 14, 1966. I didn't know any of that, but I remember watching it and thinking, oh this is, this is awesome. And it was it was pretty you know social justice, moralistic kind of thing. So they're battling the Romulans, but they can't see them. They don't know who they're fighting and they've ascribed all these horrible characteristics to these people they can't see and then finally at the end the romulans who were about to defeat them reveal themselves and then they become friends or at least they have a like peace treaty or something and they look pretty much like spock who's their good buddy and trusted you know science guy and they're all like and then the lesson is oh my gosh we're like we're more the same than we're different and you know it was a touching moment and there were still plenty of you know really attractive people on the ship, so um, I just saw that that always stuck with me. That was uh, you know not not a not a good time. They're not taking hits from the bong or anything, sure. but but it was a nice nice lesson for all of humanity. Not that anybody paid attention to it, but yeah, you
1: know, I liked it.
0: Excellent. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's, all, it's especially for
1: with the time for the mid sixties, you know. To come, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. That's so yeah. pretty
0: cool. Yeah. <coughs> That's right. That's what I like. There you go, guys. There we have it. Episode 41 in the books. You know who's playing, right? It's
3: Matt Bolton.
0: And Face, can you do a double-check inventory, please, to see if there's any fireball left? (laughs) There's
1: (laughs) always fireball left. There's always fireball left. There you
0: go, guys. Episode 41. We have great audio on this one. We're going to put it in the books. We'll get it in. Enjoy everyone. Their Christmas holiday season. Um, I know we didn't talk much about the holidays, but we're the last question around the table. We'll start with you, Face. Favorite holiday Christmas cartoon?
1: Oh. Christmas cartoon a show or movie A uh, movie We could do either or Okay uh, I, Whatever the one with the Heat Miser and oh, Cold Miser yeah. and The Year Without a Santa Claus the Year Without a Santa Claus Perfect
0: done Papa Giggs
2: I'm gonna go Is it, It's uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Right with the Bumble s- Snowman Bumble yeah. And Yukon Cornelius Yukon yep. yeah. Cornelius Is probably my favorite character The original yeah. He's awesome like Yeah. Big Mike
3: I gotta go Charlie Brown Every time I oh. like well, yeah.
0: Td, I, I'm a huge fan of the Year Without Santa Claus. Heat miser, yeah. snow miser. Yeah. I love that. I like the Little Drummer Boy, where the like the animation was like really terrible. <laughs> um, but it's the theme.
2: Terrible. It's pretty sad if the, I don't. The, yeah, if I the, remember the poor kid right? that's yeah. all he's
0: got and stuff. But um, um, and I like that so much because years later when Joan Jett did a cover of Little Drummer Boy, it's the best cover. Of oh yeah, that was good ever. All righty, around the table, I'm Patty C. It's a beautiful time. Happy holidays, episode 41. Let's say goodnight. Start with UTD. Adios,
4: everyone. I hope to see you on Zenquist sometime soon.
3: (laughs) Happy holidays, everyone.
2: Hey, happy holidays. Hope everyone's planets aligned
0: for a wonderful holiday season. (laughs) Peace out. No menorah stuff?
3: Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's going to be the cold opener (laughs) (laughs) so the last line is no menorah stuff (laughs) or the opening line is no menorah (laughs) stuff (laughs) no menorah